Hey boys and girls, this is John O. Merchata, and this is the Cunt Potter Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. The Cunt Potter Plot Show? That's <laughs> what it sounded like. Let me open. Can you hear all the zippers? Um, first, I just want to say, if you're not on Parlor, get on it, man. It is awesome. I love that place. Um... I'm starting to, as I, I said it, I was going to do it a, a little while ago, and I never ended up doing it, um, or I did, but I just didn't do it as big as I, I said I was going to do it, was um, advertising, or promoting, I'm sorry, promoting the book and everything, and I was like, oh, you know, watch out, I know it's going to be a little monotonous to a degree, but um, yeah, I finally got around to doing it, and uh, it's awesome. Parlor, I mean, I've had more site visits to the website more purchases of the book uh and that's solely due to uh parlor and parlor it's just fantastic there's there's a lot of really good people they don't censor you one of the biggest things is that um in in stark differences in something and i i kind of i don't want to say i kind of did i was i don't want to say hyperbolic um i was probably off by the percentage i'll say that because i tweeted about this I know, how gay is it that I'm talking about this stuff? <laughs> I'm talking about the fucking platforms. But um, I said on Twitter that on Parler, you get nearly half the impressions of uh, your followers that you have. So if you have 100, 100 followers, you're going to get probably 50 impressions, if not more. Now, I think I've got a little over 700 as of right now. But I really just started um, uh, going out and getting followers and things like that uh recently like within the last three or four days and i think before that i had maybe 400 and something so i've gained 300 followers uh twitter's doing something weird where they are censoring people again and again uh if you're conservative they are absolutely censoring you and the impressions is a part of it um now i'm not saying that you should be getting 100 percent of your followers uh impressions followers is impressions i'm not saying that at all um, because there's going to be people who don't get on all the time, you know, so you're going to put out a post in a day, you're not going to get 100% of them seeing it. But especially on Twitter, I've got nearly 2000, I think. And I haven't, uh, I just kind of started amping that up again a little bit, just so I can get whatever fringe is out there. Uh, you're going against the grain when you go on Twitter, if you're conservative, or if you're anything but liberal leftists. If you talk shit about the liberal left, if you support Trump, you are being censored 100%. It's their algorithm. It's very, very easy for them to do. And certainly it's happening. And not only that, but there's a lot of uh, conservatives or conservative-like people, um, non-liberal leftists, who are having their followers taken off. It's a wave of things that are happening. I think, uh, um, who was it? God damn it. What's that one actor saying? Je nah. Anyway, there, there's quite a few people who are um, having their followers stripped. For no reason, other than they're conservative and, and Twitter wants to fuck around with them. They they kicked me off, uh, or made me, they made me had, have to um, change my password. And then another one they made me have to do on a separate time. They made me have to do a, a CAPTCHA in order to prove that I wasn't a robot and all this other stupid bullshit. It's quite gay, to be honest. So you're hearing me get ready as I, uh, I'm going over to my in-laws for some pizza, which is going to hurt because I'm susceptible to bread and inflammatory 
food, so we're gonna feed the doggies. Um, ooh, we got DB uh, Cooper is coming out. I'm gonna go visit with him. Um, I think within the week. I think next Saturday or something like that. Uh, which is cool. Very, very cool. See, we can meet. We can hang out. Um, gotta get you guys some water. But, uh, yeah. So, partner, Facebook's alright. I mean, it's the big tech companies that bend to the leftist mob rule. You're just always gonna have a much harder time. And, um, the parlor is, uh, is a place where you get to go and you don't have to deal with all that shit. And a lot more conservatives around there. Um, and they're killing it. Who is that uh, basketball player that stood for the national anthem? You know, his jersey went number two in sales. That just goes to show you that those who aren't liberal leftists, and I say it that way because there's plenty of people who aren't conservative, who just don't fall in line with the liberal left. Um, oops, lock the door. And when that happens, when you have people that are just sports people, they don't want to get into politics, they don't want to do all that shit, and you make political claims and shit like that, um, they don't want to deal with your shit. They don't, want, they don't want to hear how bad they are for just being white. They don't want to hear you know, stupid shit like that. So. Their sales, uh, no, I should say it like this. When somebody comes out who stands for the flag, who shows a little bit of bravery and stuff like that, man, the, the, the power, the economic power of a conservative is huge. And there you go, uh, liberal lefties who clamor on about racism and yada, yada, yada. Do you think that's uh, for the guy that stood for the black by the way he's black you think that's just black people buying his jersey that's all sorts of races and shit like that moreover uh, it's white people so there's another oh my god did my wife get in here last there's another, another uh, example of how not racist white people are it's not to say all I always have to fucking say. Whoo, buddy, it's hot in here. Um, what does that sound like? That's on. I know what my wife did. I know she grabbed hold of this fucking thing and didn't release the phone and just gripped it out. You know how I know that? Because it was still to the size of her phone. <laughs> she did it the whole drive down to Tennessee. She kept trying to just grab my phone out of the thing. I'm like, honey, you gotta release it first. Like, I get it, I did it the first two, three times. And then I was like, oh shit, I gotta, it's not coming. I'm gonna rip my whole fucking dashboard out. I bet that's what she did. And I bet she was like, uh-oh. And then just went on with it. Anyway, um, oh yeah, what was I gonna talk about? Let me talk about some older shit. This will kind of be a, a back episode because there's some shit that I missed. Um, you remember Fauci throwing that fastball? <laughs> throwing the first pitch out or whatever. Um, talking about sports, baseball, so the MLB, the NBA, um, they are suffering right now for this bullshit Black Lives Matter communist 
shithole um, endeavor that the left is on. Uh, the NBA's made up, what? It's got to be well over 90% black people, right? And uh, so um, they, they put out, the NBA put out uh, Black Lives Matter on the court, on all the courts, I think. And no, almost nobody stands for the flag except for this one guy. The sad thing is, he stood for the he stood for the flag while everybody else kneeled, and then he got a knee injury. And I can't I don't know what who the uh, ESPN guy was, but uh, he made fun of him for not kneeling and then getting an injury. What a cunt! What a cunt! Now, as I say that, here's the contradiction: Would I have made fun of one of these people who kneeled for getting a knee injury? Eh, probably. So I get it. You know, I'm not, listen, I'm a petty dude sometimes, most times, a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make fun of a, a liberal lefty or a dumbass that uh, doesn't know shit about politics, but they're going to talk their, they're going to run their mouth about shit. Just like today, there's this uh, song called I Want to Live. What is it? It's a kid, I swear, he looks like he's 14 years old and he's singing it. And uh, I posted it on Parlor, and I just, uh, my caption was propaganda. Now, this could have been an organic thing. This kid could have heard all the shit that was going on and all yada, 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 and then came out. However, I don't think it went that way because of the uh, production aspect of it. Uh, I think it was a, he's under a, a big label, and, uh, and they gave him the words to sing and what have you. But it could have been organic. You know, he could have, uh, he could have seen all the things that was going on with the riots and Black Lives Matter and all of the liberal leftist indoctrination, and uh, he could have been indoctrinated and turned around and made this video himself, but uh, no matter, um, I put on it, well, if you just want to live, uh, you know, as one of the comments to the video, said, if you just want to live, um, you know, and I listed off a whole slew of things, don't commit crimes, don't commit violent crimes, don't do drugs, don't sell drugs, um, get married before you have a baby, uh, have the father in the house, uh, I mean, all the same shit that, you know, and it affects all, all races the same. And so I, I said that, and I put that at the bottom. And then this one dude came back. Yes, that's good. And he wasn't really fighting with me, but I just don't... I'm not taking anybody's shit. If you tell me a lie, I'm not eating your lie. I'm not going to do it anymore. It's just... I'm too old. And not only that, it, the truth is so fucking important. This is what happens when these little seeds are spread about. Is that people start believing this shit. And this guy was like, ah, oh, you know, black people... The guy that responded to me. Black people are... are um, killed based off of their skin color and we're just basically saying we're hunted and all that and it happens every day and all this and I go no it isn't no it is not I said it happens more to white people because he brought up unarmed black people getting killed and I didn't even go into it of yeah well how many of them uh, were committing a crime and then fought with the police just because you're unarmed doesn't mean shit you fight with the cops there's a problem there you're fighting with somebody who has a deadly weapon and the mere fact that you could knock him out or you could subdue him to a certain degree and take his gun and kill him, that's enough for him when he's coming to clarify the situation, to stop a crime or whatever it may be, doing his job, and you're getting in the way of that. Um, and then you, ha you bring in the factor of possibly dying. Yeah, there's people that are going to die when they fucking fight the cops. So don't do that. And I think that was one of the things I listed too. Don't fight the cops. And how many of these situations where it was an unarmed black man 
um, or a black woman, what have you, did they fight the cops? I just watched a video, oh, no, that really didn't have much to do with this. I just watched a video of this black girl who ran over her black boyfriend and killed him, and it was fucking vicious. I mean, it was just like, and how she responded afterwards, she just didn't give a shit. She's like, 18 years of my life, and all, yada, yada. Well, I guess, I don't know if he's, he is dead. He's fucked up, I can tell you that much. Um, it was sad. It was very fucking sad. And she's just acting like, oh, yeah, whatever. You know, I don't give a shit. I'll go to jail. And it's like, dude, that was a human life. You just uh, got done eradicating. No matter, that really doesn't have much to do with this. Anyway. But my response to him was, it happens to people, to white people, too. In fact, more so. And, oh, by the way, go check out Kelly Thomas's uh, death that's on video. Never even made the news. So fuck you with that stupid bullshit lie. I'm not, I'm just not going to take it. You feed me horse shit. I'm not eating it. Um, yeah, so Fauci threw out that fastball. And, uh, God, does he suck. I get he's 80. Well, what are you doing throwing a fastball? Or throwing, throwing the first pitch. Like, you suck. <laughs> and then, have you ever seen Trump? Trump throw one? Right down the line, dude. Right into the mitt. Trump is incredible. This is a dude that's in his 70s, and he's got more energy than I do. He's like my father-in-law that I'm going to see right now. My father-in-law has more energy than I do, and this dude's been through some shit. Um, but Trump, watching him throw, and, and I'm, I think it was probably five to ten years ago, so he's in his 60s. Still, man, threw it right down the line. You know who didn't? Uh, Curtis Jackson, i.e. 50 Cent. Watch him throw the first pitch. And way to go, MLB. Have a have a criminal, an actual criminal, show up and throw the first pitch. Yeah, that's really that's really somebody to follow. What a fucking piece of shit. So, oh, all right, some older stuff. So Fauci did that. There's also a video that came out about Fauci. You can go check it. It's just a, a culmination of all of the different contradictions that he has. So back in like January, February, March, uh, compared to after March and the shit that went on after that, once it become became politicized. Uh, Fauci in the beginning was saying, don't wear masks. They don't do anything. You know, it doesn't help. In fact, it hurts. And uh, this coronavirus isn't anything. And to some degree, uh, I'm going to give him a little bit of slack because most people didn't understand the coronavirus right off the bat. Now that we understand that, uh, well, we flattened the curve, which was the whole worry in the first place. uh, We didn't need ventilators. Um, You know, the mask didn't help. Now it's like, all right, now the coronavirus really isn't that bad. Um, certainly not bad enough that we should have ever locked down. And uh, and then Fauci now is this fucking, you know, he's running his mouth. Who was it? Uh, Jim Jordan, I think, uh, came out to ask him, like, all right, so, you know, people being in, ma- in big groups around, we should probably not, that'll spread the, the coronavirus, right? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, all right, so then should we stop the protests? And then Fauci didn't want to answer. And it was like, he, I mean, he walked around that as hard as he possibly could. And any normal person can see that and go, oh, he's bullshit. But the left doesn't. The left doesn't want to see it. They know it. They do see it. They don't want to admit it. That Fauci is just a mouthpiece for the left now. And that's really seemingly all that he was. There's a video that came out, I don't know if it was back in 2016 or 17, where Fauci was saying there's going to be a surprise pandemic. There's going to be a, a surprise outbreak of a, uh, a, a virus of some sort. 
Interesting. Very interesting, right? Which then goes into the idea, all right, maybe China didn't start this. And plus there's the U.S. patent. I don't know if it's on that particular coronavirus or not because there's a whole slew of different ones. Obviously, this is uh, COVID-19. I don't know if, if the U.S. patent was for 17 or 16 and they're just assuming that it's for 19. I don't know. But no matter, it's not going to shock me too much. Listen, as I've always said, when I talk shit about a country, usually it's about its government. And most governments are corrupt as fuck. And that includes our own, which is why we need to stick to the three branches and the Constitution um, and how they're supposed to operate. It, it's also why it worries me a little bit when I start to hear about his, uh, Trump's executive orders, because that's government overreach. I don't like it. Listen, I love, I, I, I love uh, all the shit that, all the good stuff that Trump has done, right? But I don't worship him, and neither should you. So, um, you know, I, I, we shouldn't be worried to say, hey... You know, just because it's our guy, we shouldn't be giving him more power than he should have. So, uh, yeah, Fauci is a, a walking contradiction. And numerous times has somebody like Rand Paul called him out and said, like, you don't have the authority to talk on this. You have the White Coat Summit that came out. Uh, the black lady, I still haven't, I still can't remember names. She's called out Fauci numerous times. Same with the World Health Organization, which uh, has has plenty of times shown that they are in lockstep with China, and uh, and they don't want to um, acknowledge who is it Taiwan, I think it is. Oh, that is disgusting. Anyway, some older news. Uh, Coach Gundy from Oklahoma State. I don't think I I know I tried to make an episode with this, but I just never did it. Coach Gundy, uh, he had worn a T-shirt that um, on a fishing trip. The t-shirt had a uh, um, graphic on it that, that was OAN, One American News. And I've talked about One American News. I thought that they were pretty non-biased uh, for the most part. Um, and given you had some people who were harsh or, or um, said some pretty harsh things about the liberal left. Um, I don't think that they're in any way, shape, or form a liberal leftist television show. Um, probably leaning more more to conservative, especially with a couple of the hosts that are on there. But for the most part, pretty non-biased, especially in how they report the news. I've, I've liked them since I first had them with DirecTV. And uh, so Coach Gundy, who had made a, uh, uh, who had said something about One American News, basically said the same stuff. He was like, I like how I receive the news from them. It's not, there's not this biased undertone to it. Uh, they're not trying to sell me a narrative. They're just giving me the news, and that's what I like, and, and I agree with them. But um, the running back, I don't know if he's a junior or a senior this year. Um, he had come out. If, if I've already made an episode on this that I'm not aware that I published, I apologize for you having to hear this again. But this little bastard uh, running back um, came out and ran his mouth about not wanting to play or whatever for Coach Gundy in Oklahoma State. Now, long story short, Coach Gundy, what do you think he did? Well, he kneeled to the, to the left. They, they ended up making, making up and had a video of them shaking hands and Gundy came out to be like, oh, you know, I'm, I, I shouldn't have done whatever and I, I need to go back and learn some more. You don't need to learn anything. You don't need to learn shit from your running back, your 22-year-old running back. You don't need to learn a fucking thing. He needs to learn from you and you need to tell him to shut his fucking mouth or else his ass will be benched or you'll transfer his ass to another team. That'll fix that shit pretty quick. Tell them all, shut the fuck up. I wasn't promoting uh, my politics on the field. 
I was out on a fucking fishing trip and I wore a white t-shirt. You know why? Because it's really hot outside and colors uh, 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 attract the fucking rays of the sun, you little shit. Now, your happy ass is going to be the fastest motherfucker on that field. You know why? Because you're running wind sprints every fucking day. And, and twice as much after games, you little shit. I, I would have made such an example of him. And I would have done it on social network and I would have said uh, social networking platforms and I would have said if you don't like it you can kiss your your fucking uh, um, scholarship goodbye you know what I mean like that's all you have to do you're in control you're in charge he's a 22 punk ass kid that doesn't know shit about anything hasn't had to pay taxes you know what I mean the little privileged motherfucker because he's good at football has had people, especially white people, worshiping his little ass all through high school and now in college. And guess what? He will make it. Fuck off. I don't want to take your call. He will make it to the pros. And he'll be making a shit ton of money. And up until that point, has never had to do a real hard day's work. Oh, you lift weight. Who gives a fuck? People pay money to go to the gym. And this little fucker gets it for free. People pay money for education. This little fucker gets it for free. He's their star running back. He has not had to pay a fucking dime. He has zero dollars in uh, student loans. And this little cocksucker is going to come out and run his mouth because you wore a One American. The, nobody even knows who the fuck they are. Very, very few. Very few people know. And you're going to run your mouth because somebody else told you that they're racist? Fuck you. Why don't you go watch them? And then debate. Instead, you're going to run up to this, your elder and tell him how it is? Fuck you. Especially your coach. God, these people are fucking spineless. I was, I was pretty impressed with Gundy when I saw him wearing the shirt and going on an fishing trip. More so because of how many fish he caught. Holy fuck, dude. Good for you. That's a great day of fishing. I have not had a great day like that in a while. But then to come out and bend over. To the left, it's like, wow, man. You're, he's a multimillionaire, too. This is another thing that blows my fucking mind. You've got more money than you know what to do with. You're fine for the rest of your life. Your kids are fine for the rest of your life. You're good. You're golden. So what if you get fired? Sue the school. You'll have even more money if you're worried about money. But then he's so worried about being called a racist. Give them the finger. Tell them I'm the coach. You're going to do what I tell you to do. Oklahoma State's not a bad school to go to either. So, no matter, uh, it ended up the left one on that one because another individual bent the knee and uh, and now we have a, uh, a continuation of the precedent of bowing down to the left. I mean, all it takes is a couple of people to go, you know what, I've had enough of this shit, now you're in trouble. Because that's all he had to say was... You're fucked in any of my players that has a problem with this. You're fucked too. And if we have to do away with the schedule because you don't want to play, well, now you've just pissed. You know what? I'll go find other players that'll play for me. Yeah, we're not going to do so good for the next couple of seasons. But eventually we'll get back to where we need to be. And a good coach can take those two and three-star recruits who wanted to come there, who didn't find a home at, a, at, at another school, bring them in. There's extenuating circumstances that they can talk to the athletic uh, director about that I'm sure he would give over. 
unless obviously he were to be some kind of pussy ass liberal lefty and um, and he'll get his he'll get his his uh, shit back bitch dude I don't want to talk to you fucking three times you called me mom talking anyway so uh, yeah long story short that's a it was a missed opportunity and uh, no longer do I think that Gundy has any balls I'd like for him to change he can always change it around too just because I shit talk somebody right now about something doesn't mean that I can't later on go oh you know what you made up for it well done um, I, I know I've talked about it a little bit, but I'll talk about it for the next three to five minutes. People getting hit by cars, and uh, by people I mean protesters, uh, slash rioters, slash uh, Black Lives Matter movement people, slash Antifa. Uh, I talked about it on one of these past episodes. Um, you have a right to defend yourself. You have a right to defend life. Uh, you have a right to defend the lives that um, count on you to keep them safe. And when people run up on your car, start banging on it and threatening you, you have every right to defend yourself. I don't give a fuck what some idiot dispatcher tells you. Oh my God, the one with the girl and she, the lady um, called uh, 911 and talked to the dispatcher and the dispatcher was basically said, well, you can't do anything. And you know, you can, I think she said, um, you can you can call up to the municipal building and talk to the whoever, mayor or something. I, it blew my mind. Like, this lady is scared to death. She's starting to cry. You can hear her daughter in the back seat crying as somebody, she goes, they're jumping on top of the car. They're on top of the car now. Hit the fucking gas. Those idiots that get in your way, they put themselves in that position. They get hit, they get ran over. Well, that was them. Do not fucking do that. For anybody that's listening that might be a liberal lefty that, that uh, wants to go out and protest and shit, don't get on a car. Don't get in front of a car. Don't do that shit. Because you're probably going to come across somebody like me that I don't give a fuck. I am here for me and my my loved ones. And if we're all in the car and you... Oh, God. God save you. God be with you. Because I won't be. You get on my fucking car, you start hitting it. If it's just you, I'll get out and I'll fight you. But if it's a couple of you and I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta protect my family. Um, I've got a gas pedal and my car is way stronger than you. Now it's not to say that I'm gonna try to run you over. I'm gonna try to get to safety. If you're in the way from that, well, your life does not matter at that point. See, not all lives matter, including you dumbasses that wanna threaten somebody and think that this is all a game. Because it's not. Normal fucking people are sitting here getting a little bit nervous right now. Because you have a whole bunch of you lazy ass motherfuckers that want everything given to you. And you want to go out and you want to pretend as though you're, you're, you're fighting for something. You've got a cause to fight for. Well, you don't. But that's fine. Go ahead and, and fight all you want. Or go ahead and protest all you want about this. Because when you come across somebody like me and I'm in my car and you're fucking beating on it and shit like that, I'm going to hit the gas and you're going to be fucked. And I'm not going to give a shit. I'm going to sleep fine. Given in some areas the cops might come after me and whatever, well, I'll deal with that. But at least I know that my family is safe. At least I know that I'm not dead. Uh, There's another one. Uh, In in a lot of these situations, by the way, uh, it's not white people that are involved. There was the one where the lady drove up and like five or six 
guys came up on her. One of them ended up having a gun. And uh, they started attacking her car. She was black. She was a black lady. And she was taken off because these fuckers were scary as shit. And she didn't want to be pulled out of her car. There's been, I think, one 18-wheeler driver that got pulled out of his car and beat to holy hell. Um, and I want to say one or two other people that were pulled out of, out of their cars and beat to shit. Um, I'm not taking that chance. My doors are going to be locked and uh, I'm driving on. Um, there's another one where the guy, and I've talked about this one, uh, the guy up in Seattle, I think it was Seattle or Portland, one of the two, because all this stupid shit's going on up there mostly. Um, he was, he went down the wrong road and he was trying to get through and people started throwing shit and he started speeding up. And, um, it turns out he was Hispanic. Great big old black fella came through and punched him and then tried to drag him out of his car. Well, he pulls out this fucking, I don't know if it was a nine with an extended, uh, magazine and fucking shot him, hit him in the shoulder. And then the guy tried acting and he even admitted to doing it. He even admitted to hitting the guy. Um, hello. He, uh, and he acts like he's the victim. It's, he acts like, oh, I'm trying to keep people safe. No, you aren't. You lying sack of shit. You weren't trying to keep anybody safe. But, uh, yeah, the guy went, turned himself right into the cops right away. Went right to the fucking police station and turned himself in. And he left his car. Probably because he was worried that he was going to kill too many people trying to drive through all that shit. And good on him. You know? But he shouldn't have anything, any charges brought against him or anything like that. Although I'm sure that there have been. Just like uh, the St. Louis couple that came out with the guns to, de to defend their house. You know that there's charges being brought against them. It's fucked up. Anyway, I'll be back on here a little bit. So hopefully that last um, episode gets on here. Uh, we'll see. It didn't show up right away, which is sometimes what it does. But no matter. Um couple of updates chapter five is almost out it's not it's not that it's that long of a chapter because it isn't but it's the storyline that is i've had to read through it so many times and pick so many things and add so many things um that it's and then you got to reread it once you once i i'm nearly a perfectionist i'm not a professional editor so there's going to be some things wrong but misspelled words or you know storylines that didn't didn't make sense in certain areas. Once I fix it or correct it, like I'll do a whole read through doing that first and correcting things. Then I'll go through it again, read it, and then mark where I need to change things and, and then go back through it. So this is kind of a boring aspect to this, but um, it's a long process and it's taken a while for this one because it's kind of the, the conduit uh, for the rest of the story. There's a lot of parts that uh, come into play right now and, and uh, that's what I'm working on. So that's coming out. Uh, Parlor, I just cannot speak highly enough about. Um, I know with John Ward that I've talked about before in, in the finding of in the uh, terms of service, that not only will they not protect you if you if you do something so egregious that you can be sued for it, usually that's going to be a call to action uh, or slander or you know something to that degree. If somebody were to come after you, then they're not going to cover you, and if they get pulled into it, then you have to pay their um, court costs. Uh, you know, besides that, everything else is great. They don't censor you. You get, you know, the exposure that you're you're going for. And for me, you know, this is it's me constantly every day. I'm going to be working at the exposure. 
every day I'm going to be doing it. So it might seem a little tedious. Uh, I'm trying to include more uh, interesting and, and fun things to post on there. Probably could have done it on Twitter, but Twitter really took out the, the, the wind out of your sails because you were being censored. And, once, and I knew that I was being censored. I knew that at one point or another I was going to be censored. And sure enough, in understanding the algorithm, uh, I have been being censored the whole time. I mean, having 2,000, this is what's crazy, having 2,000 followers on Twitter and you're only getting, I don't know, anywhere between 30 and uh, 130 uh, impressions, which means people see you. That is ridiculous. That means that you are absolutely 110% being, I know there's nothing more than 100%, you're being censored. An algorithm is preventing you from being shown as often as you'd like to be shown, or as often as you should be shown, which is the difference on Parler. I mean, I've got, I think I've got set a little over 700 followers now. Um, I, it, I expect for the next couple of days to be going up by 100. I'll probably surpass 2,000 followers within the next couple of weeks. Um, because that's what that's what Parler is. I mean, it's just it's set up the right way, and they're they've got their hands off of it, which is what you want to happen. I mean, that's what free speech is all about. So, Parler's doing it really well. As of right now, with the 700 people that I have, I mean, I'm getting up to I think one or two of them. I had one post. Oh no, that was on Twitter. I had uh, one post here um, that when I only had 400 and some odd uh, uh, followers, I had over. 50 impressions, so that's nearly like that. So it's over 75%, I think, something like that. It's it, of the followers that you have. I mean, it's it's incredible. So um, it's doing really well. Like I said, I've had more people visit the website um, in just the last four days than I I had in total with not only Facebook but also Twitter. With having. 5,000 friends on Twitter, however many followers there, I'm sorry, 5,000 friends on Facebook, however many followers there, and then 2,000 followers on uh, on uh, Twitter. In the entirety, in the last three days on Parler, had well over 10 times the amount. I mean, it's, it's insane. So, uh, you, can, you can see why. And uh, I have some great reviews on the book. Oh, God, is that making me happy? Very, very happy. And that should make you happy. Whenever you put in a lot of work to something to, you know, that you think is good to have people um, use the product or, or read through it, obviously in this case, whatever it may be, and then turn around and, and uh, praise it. So I'm floating on cloud nine right now. Um, but I also reached out to... Um, Couple, uh, say a couple different people that uh, wanting to promote it and uh, got a little bit of feedback and, and uh, one in particular, uh, well, it, it was it was very positive uh, feedback. So pretty happy about that. Hopefully some people uh, will take off at some point or another. Um, I still don't quite know where Antonio Sabato Jr. is with the conservative thing. I'm going to keep an eye on that just again, just because I'm, I really want for it to do well. I, I think that it's an opportunity, a major opportunity to have good storytelling be done through 
means and they don't have to um, be shoved into a corner they don't have to be you know they, they don't have to operate in, in such a small field like the rest of Hollywood does now because the rest of Hollywood is oh you gotta have I mean it's affirmative action left and right you don't need that with the conservative aspect of it yes I, I get that you know the, whatever federal laws there may be but at the same point you don't have to do that you don't have to placate to these PC mobs the way that the uh, that Hollywood does and Hollywood is so fucking stupid um, I mean, just like I was talking about the, the basketball player that didn't kneel, and his jersey being being second place, only next to Kobe Bryant, just passed away. You know, um, that's that's that, that's very telling. That happens all the time. I mean, it goes all the way back to uh, Mel Gibson making Passion of the Christ. I can't believe that somebody it hasn't come up with something sooner, having understood what happened with Mel Gibson, especially Mel Gibson. I'm surprised he didn't come out and go, you know what, fuck Hollywood. I'm coming up with my own produ movie production studio, and we're not going to do this PC bullshit. We're not going to do this liberal leftist shit that ruins everything. I'm going to come up with my own version of uh, movie production. Uh, I'm going to have my own studio, and uh, studios, I mean, shit, the dude's got a ton of money. And I understand that he was going through the shit that he was going through. Um, you know, it, and I mean, if there's anything negative, I guess I could say about Mel, it was that he was going back to, or wanting to get back into Hollywood, or at least the, the making of movies there. Although he has worked with uh, people like Vince Vaughn on uh, what is it called, the Drug on the Pavement, I think it's called, which was all right. It wasn't bad. Um, it was pretty decent. I, I feel like it could have been better, but. Um, Most things, 
because they're the ones that have the jobs. They're the ones that go to work. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the ones that want to uh, relieve themselves of the reality that they have to relax. You know, because the reality that we have is that we have to go to work. We have to go to work in order to pay for our house and our kids, yada, yada, yada. So, uh, we want to entertain ourselves and take ourselves away from the reality of having to work and uh, give over that time to be entertained. When you're shoving shit in people's face that they don't want to see, that they don't believe in, it's not entertaining. It's not relaxation. It's uh, lecturing. You know, you have so many comics out there. I constantly... That's why I talk about John John Fugelstein. You know, he's supposed to be a comedian. I've watched his shit, and it's just constantly shitting on on Christians. The the majority of stuff that he puts out is just far-stretched truths and lies in order to, uh, I don't know, get his base to, to clap back at him. You know, and it's like, God, I thought you were a comedian. I thought you would make shit funny. You know, uh, the difference with him and um, Sam Tripoli. Tra- Sam Tripoli is a, a conspiracy researcher, and he's come out as both. You know, I guess I it, it might be a contradiction that I I, uh, I would like Sam Tripoli and what he says as opposed to what's his name. But Sam Tripoli is fucking funny. His stand-up is hilarious. John Fugel says it's like, you know, this. Uh, what's that called? Snotty fucking retort to anything. You know, cynical type shit. It's just like, ah, you know, there's already a Bill Maher. I guess John, I would say John Fugelsing is, is funnier than Bill Maher. But, I don't know. The left just doesn't seem very funny anymore or entertaining at all. I watch the shit and it's like they have to touch on all of these major talking points. It's like, God, can't you just like talk about stubbing your toe? make it funny, can't you talk about, you know, trying to make breakfast for your kids or whatever, and and bring up the shit that we all have to deal with, reality that we deal with, but make it funny, you know, so we can all relate, you know, um, but I guess they're, the, a couple of their communities can't relate because there's no father in the home, (laughs) I know, dude, that was harsh, (laughs) fuck, (laughs) that came out of left field, didn't it, you racist son of a bitch, Oh, God, I really got to start lightening this up a little bit. So, any hizzle. The book's doing good. Uh, promotions are going to, are, uh, gonna, are, are on the rise. So, uh, you might be inundated with a few promotions here and there. Um, uh, but hopefully you'll enjoy a lot of the content that I'm putting out. Um, what else? I don't have my, my wife took my car home, so I don't have my list of shit to talk about. Or else I'd be talking about some shit right now. So, hopefully you like the first part. Hopefully you enjoy <laughs> this little update aspect. And um, what else? You know, just, just fucking understand. All of this shit is going to die down after November 3rd. Now, I say that, and if Trump wins again, which he will, um, shit's going to get kind of severe to a, to a degree. It's because, like, they're all shooting for November 3rd. All of the shit that we've been, we've been dealing with, the lockdown... Um, oh, oh yeah, sorry, I can hear something in my wife's car, what is that, it's weird, it's only when I'm going and I can, I barely slide over to the right, but all of this shit, the lockdowns, uh, BLM, the 
the fucking pro the protests and the riots, Antifa, all of this shit um, that's been going on for fucking three and a half years, four years, has all been uh, leading up to November 3rd. All of it. So arguably, it should end at that point because now you got four more years. What are you going to do? You're going to keep bitching about the coronavirus. We all see through it. Um, Trump better fucking go in hard because he doesn't have anything to promote at that point. Yeah, given, you know, does he have somebody that might run after? Um, I mean, yeah, he's, he's probably going to promote somebody, but he doesn't have to go around doing it for himself. So, it's balls to the wall. It's go in hard. He's, uh, the, the House is probably going to be turned uh, Republican. Uh, the Senate's probably going to stay Republican. There's going to be a little bit of shifting. There's going to be a little bit of uh, people holding their breath. But more than likely, uh, for the first two years of his second term, it's probably going to be, again, what the first one was. In which, he should get the wall done. Um, the He should go in hard on the World Health Organization and uh, Dr. Fauci. He should get rid of Dr. Fauci. I think a lot of the shit, even wearing the mask, all of that was, in part, playing politics. Which... Politics, you gotta play politics. And I think a lot of what Trump's been doing um, when it comes to that, like I said, wearing the mask or kowtowing in whatever way, I think a lot of it's had to do with, all right, I don't want to piss off all the all the centrists, all the people in the in the middle. So I'll show them that I'm willing to cooperate. It's sad, but I think it's true. Um, second term, you don't have to do shit. You don't have to make anybody happy. You just do what you came here to do. And uh, I think in Trump's administration, what he wants to do is what's best for the United States of America. So he needs to go in hard and not leave anything on the table. This, this second round is uh, balls to the wall. And uh, I, really hope, I really hope it is. You know, finish the wall, uh, you know, kick out the illegal aliens who are here, um, prevent ones from coming in, uh, deal with... Dr. Fauci, I said, man, I'd love to see him go. You know what? You little shit, had enough. You're got, you're out. You know, turn around, get the rest of them. Be like, I've had enough of your shit. You know, now we're doing this. The coronavirus is a fucking sham. Hydroxychloroquine is a cure, and you can suck a dick. <laughs> Not mine. So hopefully that's the case, and uh, we can return to normalcy because all of this, it's it's insane. Did I pass my wife? No, she parked. Why did you park for that? Anyway, it's insane that all of this has been done because people hate Trump. That's it. And what do you hate him for? You know? It's not like whole swaths of people are, have died or anything like that because of Trump. Oh, well, it's the coronavirus and it could have been... Oh, what are you fucking saying that under Hillary Clinton it wouldn't have been... You know, nobody would have died? Tards. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a